0: Good evening, everyone. May the Lord richly bless you. Thank you so much for tuning in to our live broadcast. And we're going to continue on speaking verse by verse through the book of Ephesians. We're on chapter 5 right now. Just want to remind you, if you have any questions, prayer requests, or testimonies, you can contact me at jasondemars.com or uh, through my email, demjas at gmail.com. And also want to remind you, we have free resources and materials on our website. Uh, you can get them, get them for free shipping as well. Uh, as God provides for us, we do our best to send them out to you. Um, there's still some orders we have to send overseas, but we trust the Lord make a way for that. And um, just, just uh, once again... Questions or prayer requests or testimonies, please let us know. So we're going to start in Ephesians 5. God bless you, Brother Migali. Thank you for tuning in. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 1 Be therefore followers of God as dear children. The word followers there uh, speaks of imitators. Be therefore imitators of God as dear children. We're His children, so we should imitate Him. Just like a, a, a son would imitate his father, would follow in his father's footsteps, so should we follow in our father's footsteps. We can't do that in the sense that God is omnipotent, omnipresent, perfect in purity, perfect in holiness, and yet... We can seek to emulate his character that's revealed through scripture and be molded after the image of his character and holiness and power and glory. Scripture that comes to mind when I read that is in Matthew chapter 5, verse 43. Ye have heard that it has been said, Thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate thine enemy. 44. But I say unto you, Love your enemies, bless them that curse you, and do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you, that you may be the children of your Father which is in heaven. For your Father, for he maketh his Son to rise on the evil and on the good, and sendeth rain on the just and on the unjust. For if you love them which love you, what reward have you? Do not even the publicans the same? And if you salute or welcome your brethren only, what do ye more than others? Do not even the publicans so. Be therefore perfect, even as your Father in heaven is perfect. Be imitators of God as dear children. Uh, Ephesians 5, verse 1. God bless you, Sister Zara. For, for tuning in appreciate you watching with us and the next verse says and walk in love isn't that a beautiful reflection of what we just read in Matthew 5 love your enemies pray for those that persecute you God provides for the good and the evil he meets the needs of the good and in the evil he heals the good and the uh, good and the evil he does good to all, even if we don't deserve it. And he calls us to do the same to others, to be imitators of him. As the scripture says here, walk in love. What kind of love should we walk in, Paul? As Christ also hath loved us. How did Christ love us? He laid his life down for us. Christ didn't keep his love internal. He made his love external. He poured his love out on other people. He gave his life as a ransom for many. He gave until it hurt. He gave until it killed him. And God calls us to the same kind of love for our brothers and sisters. This is not just lip service. This is not just a feeling of compassion for people. This is action. Love goes into action. Love, one aspect of love is friendship. One, love is a friend to other people. Walk in love, even as Christ loves us. Love understands the heart of another person love takes the time to listen as the bible said every man be quick to hear and slow to speak a real friend will listen and understand the pain or the hurt or the happiness or the joy of his friend and rejoice in that god bless you sister Mai, for tuning in we appreciate you please make sure to like this video comment on it as you already have and share it as well with your friends. We appreciate that. Walk in love as Christ also has loved us and has given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling savor. Before I continue on, another aspect of love is hospitality. This was very important in... Uh, biblical times, hospitality, opening your home, and welcome, welcoming others into it to be to to host them and to bless them and to provide something for them. Uh, it's one of the qualifications of being a, a bishop or a deacon: is hospitality. And so, part of love is correction for sure. Is compassion. Is hospitality. These things are critical in the life of a believer. Walk in love as Christ also has loved us. How, how far did he love us? He loved us to the point of shedding his blood for us. We are to love in the same way, to offer ourselves as a sacrifice for others, to live a godly life of self sacrifice of reaching out of loving the unlovable loving the people that frustrate you and make you upset hey we 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 all get there that's okay but the bible says if you love those who love you only what thank have you be like your father in heaven who does good to the just and the unjust, the good and the evil. God treats everyone with the same. He provides for their needs. He helps them. Now some, God places His love upon them, which is an eternal love, which leads them to have eternal life. Others, He does not. Some, eventually, they run out of God's love. Why? Because they continually reject and spurn God's love. And you can spurn God's love until the point where it goes from God's love to God's anger, God's wrath, God's hatred. The Bible says He hates the wicked. Well, He doesn't just hate them from the get-go. He offers His love. He gives His love. When they reject His love, His love turns from love to hate. That's biblical. But Christ loved us. To, uh, the In, in uh, John chapter 13, he says, having loved his own, he loved them to the end. Christ calls you and I to have that same love. Love one another to the end. Regardless of we... Look the disciples of Christ did not deserve the love that Christ gave to them. They, all but John and a a few of the women, a few of the Marys, forsook him, walked away. Only John and a few women were at the cross. The rest of them ran away. Peter betrayed him. Uh, 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 Judas betrayed him, of course, and he was the son of perdition. That's a separate thing. But... Peter denied him that's what I meant to say Peter denied him he didn't betray him he denied him three different times right in his face right as Christ was there saw it witnessed it he denied him did Christ love change for Peter it didn't he prayed for Peter that Peter would be restored and he still loved him and even came to the end of his life Peter do you love me Do you agape me? And Peter says, Yes, Lord, I phileo you. Jesus responds, Peter, do you phileo me? Yea, Lord, you know all things. And so even even in that state and that position, Christ loved his disciples to the end. Whether they deserved it or not, we are to love others whether they deserve it or not. And Christ's offering, he offered himself for us as a sacrifice for a sweet-smelling fragrance to God. Verse 3, But fornication and all uncleanness or covetousness, let it not be once named among, among you. Fornication means sex outside of marriage. Uncleanness speaks of any kind of perverted act, including uh, homosexual acts. And um, uh, he said, a covetousness, which is desiring something that, earnestly desiring something that belongs to your neighbor. Doesn't belong to you, belongs to someone else, and you desire it so badly, you fixate upon that thing let it not be once named among you as becometh saints. Saints means sanctified ones or holy ones. Verse 4, chapter 5, verse 4, neither filthiness nor foolish talking. Let's take a look real quick at these words. Foolishness, uh, filth. excuse me, filthiness, that means obscenity, cursing, no filthiness nor foolish talking that speaks f- silly talk, buffoonery, acting like a fool don't 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 let it uh be even once named among you. jet neither jesting uh jesting speaks of uh witticism or ribaldry, making a joke of things, um, he says, which are not convenient. They're, they're not proper, he's saying, but rather giving of thanks. We're not to use our tongue to mock. We're not to use our tongue to tear down. We're not to use our tongue to make fun of people. We're to use our tongue to give thanks he says those things are not proper obscenities uh, making mocking people making fun of people those things are not proper but rather giving of thanks amen we'll just close it out there once again if you have any questions prayer requests or testimonies we sure appreciate you sending those in you can do that at jasondemars.com may the lord richly bless you